Hi guys, it's your girl Eden XL. This is episode 10, season two. And everyone in the room, well, we haven't brought Toasty in yet, so I'm not sure how his day's going, although he is wearing flip-flops in the fucking rain, so maybe he likes that, I don't know. Everyone in the room, which is myself and Fish, holler Fish. What up, what up, what up? We're kind of having hard days, not gonna lie. I don't know if it's the rain, but you know what? We're gonna turn that frown upside down. Yeah, I've got my homie. Um, he's a Hollywood legend. It's kind of like, I don't know, he's like a Hollywood, Hollywood enigma. You can never pin him down. No one knows where he lives, but he's everywhere. He probably has like some big mansion painted like rainbow colors up in the hills. Like, I've literally never seen his house. However, I see him at every house party. His name's Toasty Cakes, guys. And um, he's a photographer. You've definitely seen his work. All my hot girls, he's, he does all the Wild Fox campaigns, so all those photos that you like look at and you're like, damn goals, like, yeah, Toasty, Toasty does that magic. He just shot Tanache. I'm just gonna like name drop for him because he's the least name droppy person. Um, she wants revenge. Shot their 10, re 10 year reunion, NBD. Um, also, I just found out his face was on the side of the W in Times Square for Rock the Vote. I don't know how many people can say that, but we're going to get into that. He worked on Obama's campaign. He's had lunch with Steve Jobs. He might be, you know, fuck Dos Equis. He might be the most interesting man in the world. So without further ado, let's bring in Toasty Cakes. Woo! Hi, Toast. Hey, girl. Are your, are your tootsies toasty? Because you're wearing flip-flops in the rain. Okay, first... <laughs> These are not flip-flops. I've never worn flip-flops. These are slides. Okay. And I just want to say, I brought back slides before fucking Gigi Hadid brought back slides. Gigi Hadid didn't bring back slides. Okay. I feel like Riri brought back slides before Gigi Hadid brought well, back slides. I was wearing them before them because you dress for the success. You dress for the room you're in. So you're like slides OG. You're like, are you bitter that slides are back in such a big way? You know, like, I'm always ahead of the trends. I like that. Like, I'm a door. The trends just come through. Right, of course. Now, what's your slide um, brand of choice? Adidas? Originals? Adidas. Throwback. Throwback to the Adidas team. How insane do you think it is that Adidas slides are, like, what, 30? And then, like, Gucci slides of the same fucking material are, like, 350? My loan officer's calling me. Trying to buy a house, guys. How 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 bummed are you that... Uh, I mean, I don't know how long we can talk about appropriative fashion of the working class but we can spend a couple on that it's ridiculous i grew up in new mexico very poor wearing carhartt jackets and dickies and now you can go and buy a carhartt jacket on fairfax with a bunch of like fuck boys standing in a line of supreme for hundreds of dollars or you can go and get like <laughs> a vetment pair of pants that are knockoff six dollar dicky workman pants for two g's so of course like it's all hype you know rich people without you know a lot of culture style which people without style culture uh interesting backgrounds or anything to draw from can buy their way into something stylish and you know when you when you don't have means you kind of get to be more creative yes. and you work with what you've got yeah so you know that's just part of being fashion forward right dude i feel you on that like okay so you grew up in new mexico yes ma'am like what? Like middle class, poor, poor, dude. Single parent family. Count me for the poor. Um, How many you know, kids? My brother, me, my mom. Okay. Oh, so single, single mom. Single mom. Um, you know, I don't know how much I really want to get into it, but well, it was it was a vibe, and my mom did 
everything she could. She put every penny she had into giving my brother and I the opportunities that she didn't have. So where's she from? uh, She from New Mexico. From New Mexico. And we, you know, literally didn't have hot water growing up, but we went to Catholic school because. That she was wanted you to be educated. one thing we could have was an education. That's My nice. brother went to George Washington University. He is a lawyer now. I came out to USC. Um, you know, it was basically our, our passport out of New Mexico. Right. I feel that. I grew up on a dirt road in Moreno Valley where a meth lab blew up at the top of the hill. That's a vibe. It was a vibe. I mean, New Mexico, like if you watch Breaking Bad, I. I Dude, I just I, said in an interview that I did when someone goes, What's Moreno Valley like? I go, Watch Breaking Bad. It's kind of like that, even though it's New Mexico and Breaking Bad. Moval, especially where I grew up in Marina Valley, is kind of New Mexico. Like, well, meth. Vince Gilligan was going to make it out here, but they just got tax cuts in New Mexico. But that's also that's what I grew up with. Is so I know the vibe. Know? Yeah, I know the vibe. For the longest time, for years, when five I moved kids, out to LA, people one like, bathroom. That was my vibe. That's five vibe. fucking children, different baby daddies. Got ha- I have Mexican siblings. I'm Iranian. I'm the only one that looks white. I, it's a wild mess. Blessed. My mom like worked at a casino to put herself back through school. Like I love that. Casino Morongo. You know? Casino Morongo. These are the stories we tell. Okay, cool. So let's fast forward then. Like fuck all that shit. Uh, because you've overcome it, even though it makes you who you are. Um that makes me connected to you in a deeper way. Um, I love that. So then you came out and you went to USC. I don't even know that about you. I thought you just came out and started shooting photos. I was in New Mexico. It's a long story. I'll save it for, you know, part two of this. But uh, basically, by happenstance, I got into USC, got a ride. Not a hard school. I mean, not an easy school to get into. Probably not the easiest school to get into, but it was the only school I applied Especially to. Now. Like I just I, And I didn't know I applied to. I just kind of like made up some numbers. Applied to USC, got into USC. Uh, I'd never been to LA, California my entire life. I legitimately threw on a backpack with stuff in it, gone on a Southwest flight, and never looked back. You know, I went back to New Mexico twice since then what about your mama R.I.P. yeah unfortunately she um i'm so sorry yeah, it's okay but what i about your bro you guys tight he moved to portland actually that's where he went to law school and he lives in portland right now but are you tight yeah i mean he's you know my entire family tree has two little branches but they're strong oh toast is he married kids nothing he's not uh you know i hope he's working on that we were very close but also it's a weird kind of way you know the catholic mexican in me we grew up very compartmentalized where we were physically right next to each other all the time but emotionally you kind of keep a lot to yourself it's that i understand same culture like that i sort of was yeah yeah, absolutely it's like you don't talk about your problems you pretend like things don't don't air your laundry you just kind of keep it to yourself yeah it's a pride thing it's a silly silly pride thing it's especially like um you know like my dad's an immigrant and like you know when you come over here you want to you kind of want to like keep up with the joneses so you extra don't want to talk about stuff and you want to like you know be very westernized and you don't want to talk about the fact that like oh we can't pay our fucking electric bill like you just keep it to yourself and then for a couple weeks you're like why are we lighting candles tonight like it's a bit wild i know that life right and i think that you know kind of going back to the the gucci slides versus the adidas slides yeah it makes me sick except when gucci throws me free shit i'm down with it like at this point i'm at that level like thank you but like i would never buy that shit i mean it's it's so funny like that kind of that way of taking interesting poor culture and making it the luxury brand has gone so far that Diesel and Gucci, they're 
actual brands are making knockoff versions of their brands because people used to buy and swap me for their versions of their brands. Oh, yeah. It's so silly. But uh, what I was going to say is, you know, it's the beauty of coming from something different and yeah. coming to LA and living this like little wonderland that we live in is we've seen both sides and we kind of know. It's like, you know, we go to Art Basel. I, you know, mm-hmm. see Ryan in Art Basel. Stay in Star Island, a block from Jay Z's house. Yeah. And the puffy white party. The puffy white party. <laughs> you know, we lock your phone in a bag. Yeah. And you jump jump on someone's yacht, or you come out here and you're at, you know, without doing all the name droppy stuff. We have friends with cool houses who do cool things and blah blah blah. Yeah. But you also realize that it's all a farce. That it's all ridiculous. You know, a lot of people are going to spend their entire life. They're going to go till 60 65 70 you know working for retirement so one day they can get in a lambo and it's like bro i've been in a lot of lambos like they're not that comfy and when you're stuck in traffic you're still stuck in traffic (laughs) it's so true right right so you know like i like perspective because seeing what nothing feels like and seeing what everything feels like which is still nothing kind of gives you that vibe and that's you know that's the important part of living in this world is are kind you of a buddhist it. now because your mentality is very buddhist what you're preaching right now which i'm vibing with i you know i just keep Have to you myself looked into it? you're your own you're the i feel if you say you're a buddhist you're not really a buddhist you're i think that's the secret to buddhism i feel like, that the idea of zen is very complicated no i feel that you know this has been like a uh, last year was such a year of like a lot of realizing everything you're preaching you know it's been coming it's been a long time coming but it's like you just none of that shit matters it takes a long time and especially because you have to kind of live it all to realize that it doesn't matter you can't know how boring it is behind the velvet rope until you're behind the velvet rope it's true and once you see it it, it's you know it's this it's the platonic cave it's like behind the curtain I don't don't think I'm gonna go to Coachella this year and I have a song that's being performed there and I don't even care one of our very good friends who has one of the very good parties supposedly isn't having that party this year so JS yes ma'am because he's over it I, I, you know, I don't know the details, but I just heard this weekend that he's over it and that party's not going to happen, which is bananas because to me, you know, we've been, we're Coachella OGs, both of us. And I actually was going through my things, you know, we're in this cool studio with all these like throwback 90s stickers and all this rock stuff. I remember when I moved to LA, um, not the very first Coachella, there was a skipped year, but the second Coachella, my friends and I had the flyers. And we were between the Cypress Hill Smokeout and Coachella, and all my friends were like, let's go to the Smokeout. And I was like, you're going to listen to fucking 311? Okay, do you. But it's- By the way, who's I know their manager, and I was like, she's like caked. And I'm like, they're still making money? She's does like, she come yeah. original? Is she original? I, I said, don't does know. she come original? That's oh, just- does she come? Oh, sorry, I don't listen to them. I, 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 I was just shocked that they still make so much money uh, anytime your music is off of like a cover in a commercial or like an episode of californication or something you're gonna Whether you're gonna be lit with you. the, uh, the other funny thing about la like like really gonna pull it back for a second is there are bands that we all like you group collective sorry i thought you were gonna do lit right there i think you're gonna say you make me come no. completely miserable Oh, I do love that song. Right? And I know who produced that song. Shout out to Ron Fair. He assigned me to Virgin Records before he got fired and my entire project exploded. Go on. Well, shout out to like the most formative time of my life 
sitting at home as a little kid, 1999, MTV Spring Break, watching Carmen Electra come out in Cancun to that song. And I was like, now I get it. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, the funny thing about Pam was the video. Right. But Pam was, you know, Carmen Electra was the new Pam. No, Carmen was the new Jenny. It was like Jenny was the new Pam. Jenny was the new, kind of. Don't you think? It was like Pam, it was like Jenny was the new Pam, Carmen was the new Jenny. Fish? I guess it depends on Um, how straight you are. I mean, I think Carmen Electra is the hottest out of all of them just because. I know, but I'm just talking order wise. Oh. Don't you feel like. No, it went Donna DiErico, Pamela Anderson, Erica Laniac, Nicole Eggert. Oh, I don't even know. Carmen Electra. Oh, I can go deep on it. Trust me. Okay, but forget the like. No, and I respect the deep. But let's talk surface level Gen Pop. It would Gen Pop. It was Pamela Anderson was like ninety two. She did a Labatt's Blue ad in British Columbia. Did Playboy. Came out to L A. Fucked Tommy Lee on a boat. Made a videotape of it. Baywatch missing scene. First porn I ever saw. It was a good one. That was before it was so produced. You know, shout out to Kim K. No, but okay, but don't you think it was like okay, like like I said, Gen Pop, like people who don't go Gen, deep. No, sure. People who don't go deep, they just go. It's like Pam. It was like Pam, Jenny. Carmen. Yeah, like Jenny is definitely like your rebound from Pam into Carmen. It's like music, right? Like people want to go. Oh, it was like Blondie. Uh, no doubt, but they're skipping like missing persons. Lena Lovitch. Do you? Can we talk about Dale Bozio? Because how much time do we have? She's my Dale Bozio was Lady Gaga before Lady Gaga. People think that Lady Gaga woke up in 2009 and invented that shit. You're the first friend who are you? So you're a Dale Bozio fan? I'm a fan of history. Okay, I have talked about this before. Now let me. Everyone knows I love Lady Gaga. The bubble dress was done. Del Buzio did the bubble dress. It's on the fucking internet. Her cover is the same as the Gaga fame cover. I was losing my mind when this was happening. I was living in London. But when this was happening, I was losing my mind because I was like, not that I was in any way upset with Gaga. I was just like, listen, guys, this is Del Buzio reincarnated with better music. So yeah, I mean you know, and shout out to Terry with like forty three high. One of the best drummers like, in the world. One of the most. He you know he's good, but he's hilarious. Like I could see like you know a quartet. Oh, we are that playing with, like, three, missing persons as our song break. We are. I'm walking in L. A. in my slides. That's a fact. Uh, let's take a break now. Boom. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Eden XO. I'm in the studio with Toasty Cakes. So. I'm like a circumlocutionist, and I got to bring it back to where we just were. Okay. Okay. Let me well, wrap up. And two fish. Ones. Don't ignore oh, fish. Sorry, dude, don't fish. ignore fish. I'm What's here. Happening? I'm here. He's swimming. He's swimming. I'm a toasty fish right You're now. You're Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Oh uh, no, Gemini. Damn it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. I just know I hate change. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. But uh, just to wrap on Carmen and then on Gaga. Yeah. One, I have my Cinespace photos from October 28th, 2008. When Lady Gaga came into that back room at Cinespace and played for 50 people, I've got a photo of me holding her ass with one hand and taking the picture with the other. And the next day I went on my Tumblr, shout out to Tumblr 2008, and said, (laughs) I bet this performer is going to be huge. Like, she's going to be on AOL Music in like three minutes. And then she was. But it's it's so silly. That's like the best part of LA, seeing that. You know, fast forward to Coachella, let's say 2013, Wu-Tang, 
um, you know, we're all little fancy princes and we all get our artist passes because that's what you do, right? Yeah. Like, I don't roll any other way. That, why? I, I don't even I, understand going. Like, I that sounds a, so no, egalitarian. No, I know. I, know. Like, I had a guest on who's very well known and very connected in music and all that. And is then, it Bonnie McKee? Yeah. My BFF. Okay, you know I love Bond. She's one I of my best Bonnie. friends. But she was like, she told me on the show. It's on the show, so it's fine. She buys them. And I go, bitch, I haven't bought a Coachella pass in my life. But, like, thank you. Like, thank you for your service, Bonnie. Because no. me either, I've never... Bonnie should just get them. I go, honey, well, this year now, I co-wrote a song called Riding Shotgun that is featuring her. But you're not going. Kygo. She's playing it with Kygo. No, I should go support her and see the song I wrote If she played. gives you an artist pass. Oh, I could get one no matter what. Like, okay, I'll, I'll well, sort it out. Quit bragging. You know how we roll. But I was like, Bon, what? Bon, you're Bon. You have 10 number ones and you're buying your pass? What's wrong with you? Yeah, you're, I mean. You're a queen, honey. That's kind of bananas. She doesn't. Of re- all people. You know what I love about her is that she doesn't even, like, she's so humble sometimes. She just doesn't even think that she can, like. Like, I have a crazy ego and, like, probably don't deserve to have one. And, like, she could and, like, doesn't. It's weird. I mean, I think that's kind of how egos work, right? I guess I feel really terrible about myself now. Yeah, no, she's the best. I, I am I absolutely her. in love with Bonnie. I'm in oh, love with her too. you know the the she'll be my lesbian like Leighton lesbian. Uh, we can all move wife. to Palm Springs together, get married, and get like an old El Dorado. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm very down with that. Um, Wu Tang artist pass. Walk up to the side of the stage because that's what you do, and. I'm enjoying it because also I was raised on Wu-Tang in, you know, 93, like coming up. And Carmen is standing right next to me dancing and like grabs me and does a like, let's dance. And I'm like, my 14-year-old mind, Carmen Electra, like, you know, I God damn it. I thought we weren't going to like name drop here. But like my 14-year-old brain would have exploded if like if I could go back in time and be like, see that beautiful human being, that very talented, interesting, <laughs> successful, powerful woman on that poster she's in your gonna, bedroom. She's gonna dance with you. She's gonna day. dance with you in the future. I would be like, bro, like fuck you and also why are you still so fat? <laughs> she's gonna just dance. <laughs> That's exactly what she did. So, you know, again, LA Hey. How long do we make into this podcast before we got to Coachella? I feel like that's a... Uh, well, it's around the corner, so it's kind of on our minds. Yeah, that's the last time I saw you. So, no, was, it's not. I think it was. Really? On the bus to that, like, the flaunt party where Drake couldn't even get into you because it got funny. shut down. Um, Really? Yeah. Well, we talk between that. Okay, can I just tell you guys, Uh, I want to get into the fact that, like, Toast... How the fuck did you end up on the side of Times Square on a billboard for Rock the Vote? I feel like that's really normative. Is that like, (laughs) I don't belong? How did like a poor Mexican kid from New Mexico make it? Like, what a story. I ask myself that every morning, honestly. I am so proud of you. You know, the short and the long is, um, you know, our friend Mark Hunter, Cobra Snake, who's been on the show before. Yes, he Um, has. I've done so much work with him, and he's always been uh, the most amazing friend. my best friend. time out. I also have an Arclight gift card for Mark. We're not going to take your Arclight gift cards. We're we're like movie passed up. We don't even even do that. Can I tell you? I didn't even go cheap. I hooked. I like. I got some nice gift cards. Okay, you know what? I think we will take them because like we can all go. Like you can grab Ryan and we can go on like a day date to Stella Barra. Yeah. Like Stella Barra. Okay. Hook up some of those like salted caramel cookies and then. But I don't know your fucking addresses, so I can't. I live a block from you. Do you? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um. So yeah, like. Mark has always been so supportive and so amazing and my best friend and we work together on a lot of stuff and uh, when they were doing Rock the Vote 
2012 for uh, Obama's second campaign. I worked on the first one also. But when they were doing the Rock the Vote, they came and said, we want this youthful, energetic vibe. We want to activate young kids and a lot of marketing words, but also like it was for a good cause. So yeah. we were very down. Yeah. And uh, they ended up selecting a lot of photos and just photos off the site, photos they found, you know, traced back to us. And without knowing it, they selected several photos of me, I guess, like... I was the face of a youthful, you know, Obama uh, voter, youthful Obama vo- or a youthful <laughs> voter, you know, yeah. whatever. I was the face of, you know, let's get out and vote and, and elect. And I didn't even realize it. Like, I, you know, they you've done a lot of this work before, I'm sure. Like you do some charity, you do some nonprofit. They send you some forms, you sign some releases and, you know, you feel smug about yourself over your coffee and you move on. And then my friends started sending me photos. Actually, are you friends with Mia Moretti? I've. Yeah. So like Mia and Margot were playing the DNC in uh, Washington and they were the first to send me some pictures like my face was on the posters and it was me jumping in a pool taking us like I don't do selfies, but it was me taking a photo of myself jumping in a pool. And then someone sent me a, the billboard above pinks on La Brea. And then someone sent me, dude, the biggest billboard, the biggest digital billboard in the United States, your face is on the side of the W in Times Square. And I was like, that's funny. I don't know. Wow. That's cool as fuck. It's so silly, man. Did did everybody, so people would send you, did you go, since you're a photographer, did you go photograph your own photos of the billboards and stuff? Do you have like- that's like like putting a hat on a hat. I can't do that, man. Well, why not archive it for for life later to be like, look at kids, look what I did one day. The funny thing about photos is- Do you want kids? I, yeah, I think I want kids. Yeah. yeah, I want it all. Well, you didn't react, so I didn't know. No, I, I love kittens, and I love uh, the idea of a family, and that's kind of like my bio. But okay. um, as much I, my job, my life, my passion is photography, but also yeah. the most important things to me exist outside of a photograph. Like, memories are, are organic. They, yeah. they kind of live, and they morph, and they change when you change, and... A photo of a photo, it's just like, it's a little too on the nose for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. But also maybe it's just like no, you're self-doubt right. and like humility or whatever the fuck. No, I, well, can, okay. Well, the next time you're on the side of the W, because it could very well happen again, just go get a photo of it. Because when I, when I did the Britney tour and my name was everywhere on the ad mat and it was every fucking where and my face was everywhere, I was... I didn't take one photo. So I don't have any proof that that happened in my life other than like if you pull up the original ad mat. But I would love... Or you get to bring it up in conversation like just now. I know, but I would love a photo of like... A photo of... Whoa, I'm on a massive fucking billboard. Like I would... I mean, yours is even cooler because it was your face. Mine was just like my band's name. But I hate my face, so it's kind of like sour grapes. I know, but like... I think you should relish in those things like you put yourself down a bit and you downplay how cool you are and like I get maybe that's part of your thing but like that's fucking cool man I wish it was my thing I wish like you know I I wish I could go to a therapist and be like my my bit is that I hate myself but (laughs) um you know it's a little bit different than that it's all good though I I totally get what you mean I just regret like okay like I got really sad because I started to like like okay I've been emo lately tell me more about you I'm going to. I, I, I started looking. I, I had this big audition, and they wanted to see a particular skill set. 
I did we, this. We're in the valley right now. Sorry, yeah, go on. That's, that's blowjobs, yeah. They wanted to know how good I could suck a dick. So and you were like, I'm married, honey. <laughs> we don't do that. I was looking for something to send my, okay, this is so Hollywood. I was looking for something to send my agent to show this casting director my ability to do a certain thing. And the video didn't exist anymore. Why? Because I didn't take it. Some fan had posted it. And I was like, I'm very non-technical. Like, I don't have organizational skills i don't have technical skills i don't know how to save things i don't know how to update my fucking phone i'm an artist in a totally different way like when i come up with an idea i take magazine clippings and glue and like a poster board right so it sucks because it was gone and i had a meltdown about it and i i, I truly need to hire someone to like capture to go online and do a deep dive and find everything i've ever done and put it on a hard drive for me because Otherwise, I feel like one day I'm going to look back and be like, it never happened. There's nothing narcissistic about that at all. Fuck you. I'm showing you a photo of my wall when I was in high school of the magazine clippings. It's my most recent Instagram post, but it's all magazine clippings I took out that was my way of saying, I don't really know what this is. I'm looking at Vogue. I'm looking at Numero or ID. And one day, I think this is what I want to do. And like, I'm, I'm so about that tactile, like put it on the wall. If you believe it, like I keep a moleskin in my pocket. I don't write down notes in my phone. In my backpack. Okay. Well, you're but a narcissist for gla for glazing over my pain. I'm here for your pain, but like, let's, why I don't, don't know you, how like, much we're going to dive on Why don't you like help me like fucking save all my videos? Why don't you call me? Because I don't know where you live. <laughs> that doesn't preclude you from calling me. No, but for real, like I have tons of feelings. Like I'm going to try to not get into being a huge nerd i did work at apple but everyone thinks that things that are online are the truth like that that's like some sort of like idealistic this is it like this thing exists but if it's in the cloud which just means some server underneath some football field in virginia or whatever it doesn't really exist like in backup three is two two is one one is none and if you don't have that thing on deck it doesn't belong to you. And by the way, if you have it on a hard drive, it doesn't belong to you. Like, imagine all the things you saved in 2004 that were a CDR. That CDR has melted since then. No, I still have it. Hold on. My manager's calling. We're going to do this on the pod. Hey, I'm taping my podcast. You're on speaker and you're on my podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast? Hey, our call's not till two, right? Yes, I need to push it by half an hour because I... Well, I'll tell you later. Can you do that? Yeah, my whole day's fucked. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> Might as well. I know. It's in my t I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to hit her 230K. Okay, bye. Get off my podcast. I love LA because even phone calls get delayed for rain. But yeah, like I feel you. Like I'm so in on the this thing was on the web once and like i hoped it would be there and then woke up one day and it wasn't there so i am i'm a hoarder in every sense like i still have these magazine clippings from my wall from when i was a kid and i have uh literally 48 terabytes of hard drive space on my desk of all the things that were important to me at some point well can i come over and can i show you all the videos that matter yeah, that still exist I can, and can you rip them for me and save i can them be your concierge me? oh my god thanks and I'll be i can your, be your hero can be my hero baby i'll bring you you should sing uh, i think that's a good idea i'll bring you i'll bring you like bring me nothing okay can i okay that's uh, terms that's it okay great we're good we're gonna do that <laughs>
Arguing. It's your girl, Eden XO. I'm hanging out with Toasty Cakes. Toast, shout out your socials right quick. My Instagram is Toasty Cakes. My everything is Toasty Cakes. My Twitter is not Brody Jenner because I'm not Brody Jenner. <laughs> That's a hard move. Hashtag verified. <laughs> Are you verified with it? Yeah, goddamn right I am. That's hysterical. My friend made his as pop punk bro as a joke and his agent got him verified as that. Dude, hot. I'm all about it. I mean, like, Shout out to Haim. Jizzy McGuire is pretty fresh for a Twitter name. That's hysterical. That's a good one. That's their Twitter name? That's what her Twitter name is. That's so funny. Haim the band? Yeah. Haim is one person? No. Okay, got it. <laughs> Let's talk about music. Let's talk about music. This is a music network we are we are speaking on. So what's your favorite what's your favorite uh what's your favorite new song you've heard? Or do you do you not care about new music? You know, I love music. I love What'd you grow up all on? music. Uh, that's a, such a long story, but I kind of like grew up on hip hop to start, I guess. Like my formative years were when The Chronic dropped. I was just, uh, you know, a little kid, but it was when rap first came to the West Coast, really. Like there was Ice-T before and there was NWA and that was very niche, but like The Chronic really brought it back strong before Wu-Tang and Nas and Jay-Z took it back to the East Coast. How old are you? Nobody knows. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do you care? I don't. Tell me. But nobody knows. <laughs> if you don't care, And so, tell like, me. I was really into that for a while. <laughs> I'm just and trying like, to say we're in the same, like, age we're range. We're absolutely in the same age range. Okay, so yeah. you're, like, 28? Who knows? <laughs> okay, fuck you. But I love that music, and um, for How the long time... How old are you, time, Fish? I'm 25. Okay, Fish is the baby in the room. Aw, so cute. <laughs> but um, at some point, I went from... Uh, hardcore hip hop rap went to the East Coast stuff and kind of dove right into Nine Inch Nails yeah. and that sort of vibe. Got into punk. Um, I was always into jazz. There was shout out to Bow Wow Records in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Back in the day, kids won't really understand this, but before there was a Spotify or an Apple Music or whatever, where you have a discoverability tab that shows you what's hot and new, you went to some record store where some like very douchey, like cooler than you bro was gonna talk down to you and let you know how little you know about music, mm -hmm. but also like drop some science on you. and Or like roll your eyes as you're checking out buying the new Backstreet Boys album. Well, I think like your, <laughs> you know, your barrier to entry was don't buy the new Backstreet Boys album. <laughs> I and was a baby in elementary no, school. No, I totally love it. Like I'm gonna show you myself with Lance in a minute like I, I wrong band that's insane I know it is I fell in love with a girl to I want it that way oh and great so I'm just taking it I, all the fans out there don't email me I know the difference between Backstreet Boys and NSYNC but um, it's one of those things where I can sit here and listen to Medhi and Kavinsky or Justice or The Damned or some weird flipper like I'm a big fan of Bad Brains all of that but I also have a huge spot in my heart for like absolutely unapologetic pop. That's why I love Bonnie. Like I genuinely, when I'm on the bike or on the treadmill at the gym, like when American Girl comes on, I feel it. And forever in my heart, right next to all these cool like pitchfork, I'm cooler than you. I get music and you don't get music. I understand Rush, you know, 13, eight fucking drummer, cool bros. I put, I want it that way by NSYNC because that song means more to me Backstreet. than 
any of their shit. I want it that way is by, by Backstreet. I don't care. You were just on a tangent. I know you know what you're talking about. You just messed up because you're on a tangent. I never mess up. But I feel you. Thank you. Do you listen to my music? Of course I listen to your music. Really? I I, I love female <laughs> singers. I mean, everything from, we talked about Debbie Harry earlier, I think. Um, she's my fave. She's the best. Well, I think Dale I like Dale more. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I'm going to see her in San Luis Obispo Let's go. on my birthday if you want to I'm come. so down. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go with Ryan and Ryan's dad. How cool is that? That's going to be so roll? G in SLO. Yeah. You want to roll? I'm so down. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. All right. I'll buy you a ticket. Uh, that could be my fine since you don't accept any gifts. That could be it. Um, okay, so that's cool. Dude, I think pop is the new punk rock because, like, everybody wants to fuck. Well, certain pop. Certain pop. Certain pop. Certain pop. Oh, Fish has something to say about that. Uh, I actually just finally started to understand this new genre, uh, SoundCloud rapping. Hate it. I <laughs> love it. So you're. Hate it. No. Oh, wait. You'll love it after I explain it the way I figured it out. He's okay. going to mansplain so, it to us. Okay. Yeah. A white 25. So basically, good. I feel like it's like how like when um like the pop punk bands were coming up and it was like punk rock still. Yeah. And then it went mainstream. And that's yeah. what kind of killed pop punk, in my opinion. Yes. This is kind of like that. It's just a bunch of kids who are super emo and but with a rap re- crowd. But you realize that like they th- it is mainstream now. I liked it maybe two years ago. Like, oh, it's, oh it's still super It wouldn't be a podcast with somebody saying, I liked it before it was cool. No, the thing is, here's my problem, and like respectfully, Fish, because you have great taste in music. You've actually turned me on to a lot of cool bands. Side note, though, there are too many Lils out there. Pick a new fucking name. Lil, Lil fucking Pump. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil fucking Aaron. Lil, Lil fucking Peep, R.I.P. Lil fucking... Little skis, little skies. There's too many of you. Like, pick another fucking first part of your name. I don't care that you're a little this, little it's that. It's for discoverability. Little... Throwback to Death Row Records when when Dre and Snoop came out. One of the better rappers in their crew was Lil Half Dead, 1993. So like, everyone who thinks little... they're fresh, that shit is 25 you... years old. That shit is twenty five years. Pick a new name. Well, like I kind of, I kind of like the idea of like, um, kind of this like nostalgic feel, like nostalgic names and everything. And then it's like taking the nostalgia of emo with the nostalgia of underground. No, you're one hundred percent right. Like literally, like literally, like li- little Uzi Vert. It seems like Tom DeLong. Yeah. But I've rapping. never felt so old in my life than sitting here listening to a twenty five year old tell me that pop punk is vintage <laughs> keep going <laughs> okay but it is. okay but but i've got a lot of dude ranch blink 182 feelings dude thank you you must have did you do homework because you know how much i love blink or did you just say that i i 100 did not prepare for this at all that's not my brand blink, blink was my first concert okay but What's anyways again? <sighs> you don't know 23 talk um so so my point is fish like that's fine you can like it you're with the rest of the world like <laughs> but i you know because i host another show on a very major uh conglomerate channel it's a music driven channel and if i have to hear one more lil song on the on this channel that has millions of fucking listeners worldwide and like instead of playing bonnie mckee like i fight i fight them because i'm like do you guys want my real opinion because you're playing too much SoundCloud rap and you're not playing underground pop. 
And actually, I had I had I had an argument with someone the other day where they're like, "There's no such thing as underground pop." I go, "I'm underground pop. Like if you're not fucking Demi Lovato." you are like i play gay clubs and i can it, like that it's a whole other movement like the gays are the gateway to to fucking underground pop and so you the gays are the gateway to everything but right but i was talking to a but, straight person about this and i go you can't speak who doesn't even i was like you can't speak on this because you don't understand what what it is right and so i started naming them. i'm like why aren't you playing lola blanc why aren't you playing angelie why aren't you playing bottom he why aren't you playing fucking me why are you playing like if you want to find the cool new pop like let me help you but little uzi vert little fucking all this little 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 and i actually like little uzi vert he's the one that i do I, like I, I just don't want to hear lil anymore i don't want to hear lil anymore little, i mean like you say it like little bow wow Right? I'm saying it a little too much. You're saying it a little too much. <laughs> but it, it was funny you said little Aaron. We're going back and forth on Instagram right now. Uh, but, right now? Yeah, Aaron's a boy. And I like Aaron. Can I just call him Aaron? Cause he, there's, Is that like little Aaron Carter? No. Lil, I'm kidding. Lil, I'm fucking kidding. Do you know little Aaron? I don't know anything. No. I don't want to know any of this. Here's the thing. What's cool and what's popular is. are two separate circles. They're never going to fucking overlap. So yeah. be cool. I'm, I'm, I love you. I be cool. Don't ever be popular. Don't buy a house, a big fancy house like Bonnie. You don't need it. Oh, I can't afford it. I'm fucking kidding. No, I know. I'm trying I love to. Bonnie's no, house. I'm trying but to. I'm, I'm trying real. to buy like a fucking house in the mountains for nothing and like retreat there. Dude, let's all move to Mount Washington, by the way, because that's like the new Highland Park. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But except Mount Washington's still like a mill. I want to come back to pop punk, pump punk pop, punk pop, pop little pump pop. Um, I you know. For everything that someone thinks they're too cool for, yeah, there was someone too cool before they were. So, you know, people sit around and... Uh, I you am know, not too cool to dance. I'm not too cool to dance. Gun, gun, you gun, have gun. not seen me dance. If you are going to tell me Nirvana is the truth and some 41 isn't, go ask Steve Albini, who fucking produced Nevermind, and he'll tell you what a garbage band they were. They're not. They're a great band. But they're no mud honey. Like, they were the commercial version of grunge they were the 1991 to 1994 version of a thing that was happening in seattle years before that like by the time the sex pistols get to be the sex pistols before they get to be a t-shirt at kohl's or whatever like <laughs> they were a commercial version of what was happening in cool maybe gay maybe not maybe ethnic maybe not interesting club somewhere like the reason disco died isn't because it sucks everyone loves to say disco sucks disco just got too gay too real and too black and scared the shit out of a bunch of rednecks in the middle of the country who were like we're gonna go buy some more bonnie Raitt and travis tritt and you know blessed bonnie Raitt and travis tritt take yours you're good but the reason that people left that music behind was it got too weird and it keeps coming back like well, EDM I would, is I would just disco. like to say that oh yeah EDM's totally I thought EDM the phrase makes me vomit yeah so it's a little EDM little oh my god that's the next SoundCloud that's rapper. my SoundCloud name <laughs> Fuck you. I will hack into your like SoundCloud somehow and like SoundCloud's dead in like a month anyways. Did you hear they like lowered all their quality? They're they're on their last breath. Wait, I thought everyone fucked with SoundCloud hard because it was like the highest streaming quality. The same way everyone fucks with Vine hard? Really? Well, <laughs> really? Are you guys fighting now? Take it over. No, no they I, just I dropped their quality because they can't afford the servers anymore. Oh, because um I, mean, I, I don't know. You could, That's not really fact. Don't email me. You could upload a uh, wave and shit to SoundCloud, or you used to be you, able to. You could. No, you can't. You can no, for you used to be able to do 24 bit, which is very high quality. Now you can't even do 16 bit. They really? lowered it. Yeah. I mean, we can sit here and talk about bits. Also, like I've got a tube amp 
plugged into my computer to warm up my sound for my headphones that I listen to fucking MP3s on. It doesn't really matter. Most of these people are playing their shit over their like half a watt uh, iPhone speaker in the middle of a no 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 a no, 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 no 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 SoundCloud rappers no okay. SoundCloud people they're no, recording I'm, the fucking th- song yeah on their them iPhone. them 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 but let me get back on your point of like it doesn't matter like as a musician like I take great offense to that I just by the way like what I spend my money on this is what I do right I work really really hard I I there's certain people that you just can't get favors from because they're like too old they don't care they're already rich from like years of mixing amazing records and they don't they have no reason to help you right so what i the only thing and bonnie and i agree on this the only thing that fucking matters on a record is the mix and the mix and people are forgetting that and that's why i also hate. i agree 100 i also hate this soundcloud shit because it's mixed like shit so a good mix is yeah, it's like, like mixed in fruity loops. Exactly. So I spend my money on. I get real creative on my visuals. I get real creative. I, I everybody wants to write with me anyway. Humble brag. All that's fine. But the mix, I I throw some paper down. Why? Because I need the dude that's like sixty five that mixes analog that ha- uses a million dollar board that people think is obsolete. It's not. Listen to a mix done right, like a fucking. Tom Lord Algae, Chris Lord Algae type of mix, a fucking Spike Stent mix. Listen to those mixes versus Steve like mix. SoundCloud kid mixing. Go fuck yourself. Like, and so the quality. I mean, I does totally. Matter. I'm. I am the nerd. I agree. I'm the guy with you know 60 megapixel cameras. I've got a a very small place that's virtually empty except for my very tall, very nice tower speakers next to my Macintosh tube amp because that's what matters to me. But it matters to like three of us. I was talking to. Do you know Zberg? Are you friends with her? Zebra. Zberg jams. Zebra. Phases. She was in the like. I love the like. Okay, Z is my friend. Her name is Z. The like were signed at the same time that my very first band was signed. Shut up, Stella. And the like album with the deer on the cover, or whatever that was called. Uh, they were great, and they were dropped. Uh, I think we're on the same label. Were they on Epic? I can't remember. Well, they were they were fucked because I thought that album was amazing. June Gloom. I love her. I'm the biggest Z supporter. Like the last Tell CD I fan. bought Tell was going to Amoeba and buying the Jams or the Phases CD in like a physical form and then I went and downloaded it doesn't matter tell but her I'm a fan I will absolutely tell her she's amazing also Coachella buddy she just performed at the lodge um, so, oh so she's, she's she's got she's, her own no, project now she's doing her own thing and she's fantastic what's and her name I'm sorry let me get Z-berg. it right Z-berg Z-berg yeah like so the letter she, Z space Berg got it so the like though was like a, a couple chicks her wasn't Tennessee it? and the other girl who I don't know were they sisters friends what were they they were friends okay well who was the singer Z Okay, love her. So her new band is with, oh God, I don't want to like, I don't know the politics because it's always changing, but it's with Alex from Phantom Planet and it's with James mm. Valentine oh, and I it's love, with Mike Runyon. It's like all the homies and it's so good. But I like, I sent her a video of me listening to her music on my good stereo because I care. And we, the reason it came up, we were talking about videos like we were just a minute ago on the internet. She posted her new video and it was bad quality. And I was like, I'm sorry, but unfortunately people are going to be streaming your video on, you know, cellular on their phone. 
unfortunately people don't care that's why you have you know yamaha ns10s in a studio because they're not the best speakers but they're about what you're going to get at home like you have to mix your song and make it sound dope on my very fancy little prince expensive stereo that i enjoy but also it better sound good on a phone because someone's going to be listening to it at soul cycle or like at the gym or wherever no but and a good mix has to work. but that's my oh, yeah, point a good mix, a good mix sounds good on everything but it's going to compromise what do you mean? I mean, it can't sound great on both the same no, way. No, you're wrong. Do you think that if you heard a photo thriller, that looks amazing on a billboard that, doesn't look amazing in an Instagram? Fact. Okay, that's different. You're comparing. It's different mediums. Do you think that frequency ranges on phones versus on? No, no, no. Listen, amps? what I'm saying is, when you get someone who, like a Peter Mokrin, right, who okay. I just had mix something for me, who's mixed stuff for like Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Sure. God, he's a god. When. When you hear Thriller on AM radio, FM radio, Vivo, or your cell phone, shit sounds good. So my point is these old school motherfuckers, all the new school, new school, I'm all about new school, okay? New school, production, DIY, ideas, yeah, lyrics, cool. I, I feel it. it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. But the old school guy, the old school people it, are it, very... It, it, there's something to be said about, like, everyone's so lazy, they don't want to learn the craft of mixing, so that's, when, when all these guys die, like, what are we going to do? Because... I feel the same way about art, photography, visuals, yeah. uh, you know, it's so funny, there's this huge resurgence in film photography, <laughs> because a lot of kids who don't know how to use a camera can go and buy a, you know a contacts or a Yashica on eBay for two grand and all of a sudden they think they're an artist. But film has an art to it. It's beautiful and processing it, developing it. Do is you beautiful. know how to develop your own film? I, I've shot film a long, long time before digital was a thing. Great. But also, you know, to crib a line, I'm an artist. You put some shit in my hand and I'm gonna make it work. Like I don't care for an uh, album mixed on FL Studio. I would prefer it was mixed on an old tape machine at, at you know, Sound City down the street. Dave Grohl's great I, documentary. I mixed, I mixed my um, EP on to tape. I love it. And I love the sound of it. It sounds really and warm all the plugins in the world aren't going to fix it. And all the Visco like plugins in the world <laughs> aren't going to fix your digital photo and make it look like film. Like every person in the entire universe is throwing that Huji filter on their iPhone pictures. And it says 1998 and throws a light leak. But like, guess what? Go look at an Avedon photo or Herbert's photo or uh, Annie Leewood's photo from 1998 that was shot on film. It didn't have fucking light leaks. It didn't have grain all over the place. Yeah. It wasn't all ripped up and shredded. It was a clean, beautiful picture because you can make art with that. And yes, George Martin and all these dope mixers could go in the studio and make magic and they can pull out a twang and a guitar that you hear on anything you listen to. But it's just, you know, also we are the artists. We're the, you know, 1% that cares. We're the people who look at something and say, I see that. Like, in the mix, I can hear this versus that. You know, that gated drum, I know that that was done practically versus a plug-in. And most people don't even know what a gated drum is. They don't care. They're not interested. And yeah, we don't play for them. We don't make things for them. But also, it's going to get to them at some point. Word. Also, to your point earlier, when we were off mic, like, magic is magic and you can't fake the magic you can't you know you can so you can also, make a dope like, piece of art also on an like re recanting everything we just said at the same time you can have an amazing mix and if your song's shit your song's shit right <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of people who throw a lot of money at trying to make garbage sound like fancy garbage dude sometimes a side note on a side hustle when i was in between like record deals i would get these like russian billionaires who had like girlfriends who wanted to be pop stars who would throw money at me to like write them a pop song 
and I'd be like, sure, I, I need to pay my rent. Why not? This is like a, a while ago. And I was like, okay. And so I'd be doing these sessions with them and I'd write like a great song and they would like, I was like listening to it and I'm like, it doesn't matter how, like, you just don't have it, honey. Like, why, this is a you waste know, of my time. We're all somebody's whore. That's the this LA story. This is a story, waste of my time. And, I, exact and it sucked same, my soul you know, out. And I then, have these Russian oligarchs saying, hey, my, you know, 29-year-old kind of weird but slamming body mail-order bride really wants to be a model in L.A. Right. I was like, cool, buy her a time machine. Let her go to, you know, walk into Elite <laughs> Models when she's 16 and we'll see what happens. But they would think <laughs> if they throw money at me to shoot yeah. her like they saw one of my photos in an ad or on a billboard or whatever, yeah. they can make her a model. It's like... That's, you know, you can you can put anyone into the scene, but this isn't like Sears Portrait Studio. No. And same thing with you. Like, you can write the best song in the world, but if it's not coming out of someone who has the passion, it's not going to work. Yeah, so that sucked my soul, and I was like, I'll never do that again. Well, I'll, I'll go. As I'll, long as no one bites your stuff, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been fun. Right? Yeah, I think we're, I think we got a lot. I think we got a we're, lot. We're a lot. I think I'll have you on again if you'd like to come on again. I'm so down. Okay, fabulous. You know what? Let's end with a like. Um, off the top of my head, I remember really loving their song, June Gloom. Let's do it. So uh, tell your friend Z Berg that Eden XO is a fan. I'm texting her right now. All right, everybody. This is Eden XO. Thank you for listening to Artists Arguing. Join the conversation. Don't forget to use the hashtag Artists Arguing.